Welcome to this podcast of the Episcopal Church of the Good Shepherd in Venice, Florida. Today is the feast day of Christ the King, and you will hear Archdeacon Michael Kitt speak on the scriptures of the day. As you listen, see if you can answer these questions. The questions, one, what are the second chances you remember from the scriptures? Two, what glimpse do we get of the new kingdom from the scriptures? And three, how is death different for the followers of Jesus? speak to you this morning in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Well, good morning. Well, this is different. I remember when uh, Father Joe and Deacon Rich and I were trying to figure out where all this was going to go, I told him, I think this is where the pulpit should go, is up here. I then told him that this would be a good thing because when we're sitting up here, our backs to the one who are preaching. Now I get to look at everybody. <laughs> so I have a question for you this morning. Do you ever wish you could have a second chance? A second chance to say something different or maybe not say something? A second chance to repair a relationship or make the most of some opportunity? A second chance to chase a dream you stop pursuing or to be able to follow through on a responsibility you avoided. If you're anything like me, you can probably think of more than a few things for which you wouldn't mind a second chance. I thought of this as I read over Luke's gospel, particularly Luke's depiction of the crucifixion, and noticed just how many second chances there are here. The obvious one, of course, is that in this gospel today, Jesus forgives those who crucify him, all those who crucify him, the active participants and passive bystanders alike. And then there's the thief on the cross who names his own sins and asks to remember to have a second chance, only to receive Jesus' promise that he will join him in paradise. But that's not all. Earlier in Luke's gospel, Jesus predicted that Peter would deny him and told him that he would have a second chance to return and strengthen the other disciples. After that, Jesus is tried by both Herod and Pilate, and they receive a second chance at their relationship, actually becoming friends. When we think of it this way, Barabbas is also given a second chance when he is released. Later, the crowds who have followed Jesus, admiring him at times and at times jeering him, received Jesus' words of consolation and warning. They are given another chance. And even later, the centurion who put Jesus to death will seize the second chance offered to him and declare Jesus innocent. 
all the world will receive another chance to encounter God personally and directly as the curtain in the temple separating the people from God's most holy presence is torn in two. I recognize that some of these instances stretch our sense of a second chance just a bit. But at the same time, I also think that this is one of the key things of Jesus' death and resurrection. Not simply that we have a second chance, but rather that we are always having available to us another opportunity for life, another opportunity for grace, for mercy, and forgiveness. Jesus' death is according to the rule, order, and expectations of this world. There is nothing terribly unusual about it. People die unjustly all the time. But Jesus' resurrection invites us to see it both as ordinary, like our death, and as extraordinary, unlike our death, in that it ushers in a new order altogether, where death does not have the last word and where our mistakes and our regrets do not define us. Jesus is not coming to be just one more king or president or ruler or whatever, but rather Jesus is ushering in an entirely new order, a new world order and reign, a kingdom characterized by new life, hope, grace, and above all, a way of love that never falls short in extending and receiving second chances. We will not experience the fullness of this kingdom in this life. I know that. And that's what makes all of this so hard. But we do get a glimpse of it. We get glimpses and foretastes of the kingdom as our hymns and our liturgy sometimes reminds us. Each time we hear Jesus' words of absolution and promise of paradise, directly not only to the crowds of his day, but also to each of us. Amen. The questions, one. What are the second chances you remember from the scriptures? Two. What glimpse do we get of the new kingdom from the scriptures? And three, how is death different for the followers of Jesus?